persistence culture. Persistence, firm or obstinate continuance in a course of action in spite of difficulty or opposition. Culture, the customs, arts, social institutions, and achievements of a particular nation, people, or other social group. Keep moving. This is Persistence Culture. We are a lifestyle brand changing lives all over the world. I am your co-host Mambo and we got Jason in the house. What's up, man? Yo, what's up, Persistence Culture family? How's it going, big dog? How you been, man? I've been great, man. Yeah, yeah. life is fantastic. I can't complain, man. How there, about you? Uh, I'm, do, I'm doing good, man. I just, uh, I, I like the weather change in California right now. Yeah, bro. Yeah. I mean, after a couple of those heat wave weeks, man, I'm, I'm welcoming the colder weather. Yeah. And we live up in, in Oakview a little bit, so it gets even a little chillier up there. So it's getting down to like the 40s at night. It's kind of nice. Nice, dude. Now, do you uh, prefer uh, hot weather or cold weather? You know, I prefer hot weather until you get to like day four, like the high 90s, <laughs> early hundreds. And then I'm like, maybe I don't maybe I just prefer nice weather. You know what I mean? Like like I'll take low 80s all, all week long. You know, uh, wherever you're listening to uh, the podcast where we live, when it comes to the weather, we are spoiled. Hell yeah, we yeah. are, man. Hell yeah. Because you you come from the East Coast. Yeah. Growing up on the East Coast, man. I mean, right now I'd be starting to think about having to, you know, wake up 15, 20 minutes earlier than I need to to defrost my windows to get, get to work. So I don't miss none of that stuff, man. Growing up, shoveling sidewalks and they, they can keep all that stuff, bro. Now, if I want if I want the snow, if I want my kids to see the snow, I drive up to a mountain or something in the wintertime, bro. Now, but, now when you said uh, uh, doing all that stuff every morning, yeah. how, how much earlier would you have to wake up to? Oh, uh, yeah, like at least at least like 20 minutes. I mean, it depends on the weather. Now, if we had like a blizzard or some shit where, you know, and it depends too because the snow plows come down your road. Right. And if, if he ain't got no spot to dump the snow, I mean, he might bury your car even deeper than it was before. So it all depends on the circumstances, but definitely at least an extra 15, 20 minutes to your wow. morning routine yeah and then on top of it it's freezing damn cold man so it's not like you're doing it you're doing it out there in your big old avarex coat and three layers of clothes and long johns and shit no it's no fun man. <laughs> I, don't, I don't i don't miss that no no more man so i, I shouldn't be complaining then no nah, heck the no here. yeah no nah, i ain't got nothing to complain about here i see why everything's a little bit more pricey and uh, i don't knock it man I, i'm all i'm all for it but I noticed in the news right now, uh, did you hear about Google being sued by the U.S. government? No. What's what's going on with that? Yes, I I found that pretty interesting. The uh, Justice Department decided to sue Google for antitrust violation. So basically, they're saying that they monopolized the Internet by being Google and basically saying that they have a stronghold on the Internet search game. So basically saying that they need to regulate how they charge and how they make people apply for ads and spots on the Internet. I don't, I don't really, I'm not a big fan of that. Yeah. To me, that's kind of like forcing them how to run their business. To me, it sounds like they want their cut. Yeah, for real. Exactly. <laughs> it seems like they're trying to weasel their way in. And Google's basically saying like, we don't, we don't force anybody to use Google. We didn't tell people to start saying Google it. You know, th- people decided to start saying, Hey, Google it. Well, there's a, there's a bunch of other search engines. <laughs> exactly, bro. That's what I was thinking. And that's basically what they're saying. Like if people want to Bing something, they can say, why don't you go Bing it? But people don't, they choose to say Google and we never force them to. And nobody ever forced me too, but I say it. So do they have a case here? I don't think so, man. That's And that's kind of what, what I find interesting. And I'm, I'm curious as to how it's going to play out in court, even though I'm sure it's going to be some drawn out, like years long thing. Because I mean, obviously, Google's got just as good a lawyers as anybody, even the government. So it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. But it just made me think kind of how big business versus small business. And and I love I love small business and I like keeping things local. And a lot of times we blame big business, but really to me, it's just our choices. We can, we can go to, we can go to a smaller search engine. Like there's some new one, like DuckDuckGo is another one that they're trying to say, 
yeah, Google's controlling the market too much, and that's why we don't get we don't get any love. But, but it's, it's, like, it's it's sometimes when you try the new stuff, it's not as good as as the one you you're used to using or the one the exactly, popular one. Exactly. So I mean, to me, you can't blame Google for being innovative and for creating a way that people like to use the internet search tools because. I can go online and yeah, if Google's my designated homepage, I could change that to Bing or I could change that to Yahoo or whatever I want, but right. I don't choose to because Google's got everything I need. To me, I don't think they have much of a case, but it did make me think about how I can start changing some things in, in my life personally to end up using small businesses more. Like for instance, just a fishing rod got delayed because of everything's on back order and delayed. So it kept right. getting pushed back and pushed back and pushed back. And the other day I saw it and they, now they're saying it's not going to be here till February 15th, 2021. So I was like, screw that, you know, give me, give me my money back. You know, I, you know what? We, we had that same situation with, with our, some of our podcast equipment. I remember uh, that it, it was supposed to be here uh, the middle of, of this month. And I hit, I hit them up too. And, and they said, Hey, it's been pushed back another month. Again, so, yeah. so it's crazy. I mean, I get it. We're in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah. So. so so I understand that part, but the big business versus the small business, like... Uh, and it's tough. And that's what I was going to do. I was like, well, screw it. I'll just go on Amazon and find a new fishing rod. But then I was like, no, why don't I go to, you know, a Hyun's tackle shop over on Harbor instead? Because sometimes, man, he'll have some bad setups in there for like, you know, five is a $500 setup, but he only wants, you know, 75 bucks for it. Right. And then, yeah, I'm like, oh, Amazon will get it to me next day, but I can get it that day from him. You know, I don't, I just go and get it right then. And support so, the local guy. Exactly. So that's the kind of thing where I'm like, instead of the government, you know, suing someone, if we, if we want small business to succeed, I mean, we'll do it ourselves. Nobody's forcing us to do anything. No one forces us to download the Amazon app. We, I mean, we're creatures of convenience, so it's, it's nice. It's easy. And that's the way that we do it. You know, I used to have cable at my house, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, I ended up switching up to uh, uh, streaming. Yeah. So now I stream on my TV at home, but I had to upgrade my internet, which was, it turned out that my old cable company took over the streaming. So it's, it's, <laughs> the, same, it's the same thing, man. They're still getting money. I, I did the same exact thing. I had DirecTV for a minute, man. Like that, they're, they're, my, they're my only go-to source. They had all the sports I needed. But now with streaming catching up, DirecTV was still charging me like $250 or some crazy stuff, crazy amount every month. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to ditch it. I can get six different streaming services and the fastest internet you know, from a different provider and still save like $150 a month. So we, did, know, we jumped on the same boat, man. You know, when, when, I, when I jumped over, to streaming i i did it because uh, of course the cost i was yeah. i was paying almost 200 bucks yeah but uh, a couple of weeks ago i did the math with the services that i subscribe to and everything yeah and i'm like 50 bucks away from <laughs> yeah. from what i was paying for cable anyway bro same thing happens to me too because they come in at different dates so it's like oh i got charged for netflix today then three days later espn plus and two days later disney you know and it's like damn <laughs> i don't even watch half of this shit yeah. why the hell am i paying it but that that's the thing i mean as far as me and that google lawsuit to me i think it's a, a i think it's a poor move by us to go ahead and sue google if you want something to be different you know you need to find a way to market your smaller products and try to keep up with the big dogs and everybody's like oh but then you google controls the controls the marketing well then stop the reason google controls marketing is because everybody's choosing to market through google stop and, doing it and you and know, they did gonna, a good job at marketing themselves exactly. and yeah. to being the product that's top of mind for everyone exactly you know i mean and everybody's like oh well now i have this search engine well did you come up with it in 19 you know 95 like google did and yeah. that's why they're ahead of the game man. you know they they deserve to be yeah so. that's that's one thing i don't like about uh being able to sue anyone for anything exactly yeah, yeah i mean 
everybody's all about money, man. And it's like, and it's like, even, especially from the government standpoint, now like everybody's about money with the stimulus bill, and everybody wants to know when the extra cash is going to come in. And hey, I ain't gonna lie, man, I like those stimulus checks, <laughs> so I definitely keep keen interest to that, man. But I mean, the government's just dragging their feet on it, so now I've, I've thrown that on the back burner. I'm not expecting anything. I, I mean, I think if it's like a couple of extra bucks for people, it's it's cool. But yeah, I feel bad for people who really do need it. Exactly, there's so many people that do. There's a lot of stories that I'm coming across that you know you 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 read the headline and you're like oh, I don't want to read this yeah. but sometimes I like to read things because uh, first like sometimes we wake up and complain about the dumbest shit yeah when we don't realize how blessed we are sometimes hell yeah especially when you compare yourself to people who are really going through it so when I read some of these stories of, of people who who got evicted because of everything that's going on. And I'm over here complaining because they still haven't passed the bill to send another check. Yeah, just so you have some extra cash to burn, you know? Exactly. Yeah. But but I know a lot of people really do need that money. They do. And and that's that's the part that's disappointing in me. It's like that's what we count on the government to do. And instead, they'd rather bitch at each other than actually get some stuff done that's supposed to help us. So, I mean, to me, it's like why, why vote for any of them? Because now everybody that really needs them, you know, they're failing us all, if you ask me. But... I really hope that that bill passes and not only, you know, speaking of big business, small businesses, I mean, even such things like the airlines, everybody doesn't really say, ah, well, you know, they make so much money already. Who cares about bailing them out? But they do need to get bailed out because I mean, I I was trying to get a one way ticket to go see my parents for the holidays coming up. So I bought it. And then, you know, a couple weeks later, I get an email. Oh, now you have a layover in Dallas. You have like 24 hours to accept these changes or, you know, cancel the flight. So it's like, damn, because, you know, with two kids, layovers are not ideal. I mean, I don't know if you ever flew with little kids and lap riders and stuff. It's it's no it's no fun, man. So I just want a straight shot and hurry up and get there, man. Even when you're when you're by yourself. So I can only imagine. Exactly. Trying to drag them around, man. And and, and Audrey, my daughter, she is going to she's qualifies as a lap rider because she's under two, bro. But that is not going to be a fun (laughs) lap rider man she is going to be climbing all over the damn place but it's going to it's going to be fun to go visit visit my folks for the holidays and whatnot so the worst thing that happens is a layover i'm cool with that man and uh uh, when was the last time you seen your parents honestly it's been a minute we were going to go this summer and uh that all got boshed because of covid and all that stuff and everything that i mean we were supposed to go in may and that was like the heart of lockdown and everything like that so i haven't seen them since last december so it's almost a year man so with the kids now, it, it makes it even tougher because, you know, they don't get to see the grandbabies as much as they, they deserve to. And so I'm super stoked for this trip. I'm interested to see how much more uh, things are going to get better or worse because they said, like, you know, with the weather changing, that, yeah. that things might get worse. And of course, it's flu season. Yeah. And then everybody's taking their flu shots, which is going to give you flu symptoms anyways, even if you don't get the flu. So then everybody's going to be questioning if they should go out or stay home or if they got it or if they don't. So it's going to be madness for a while. Yeah. I know uh, a lot of people, you know, I, I work in radio and a lot of people in that industry, uh, you know, especially the, the companies that work in big buildings with a lot of people they're still not working out of their building. A lot of them are still working out of home. I'm wondering what's going to happen if this is going to extend them working from home because a lot of a lot of people are tired yeah, bro. and fed up working from home. I, I wouldn't be able to do it. So more power to the people that, that can do it and have been doing it against their will for the past damn near seven months already because where I work, they just extended everybody. It was supposed to be January something when everybody comes back. Um, but I'm, I'm deemed essential. So I'm there anyways, but they were going to bring everybody back at the beginning of January. They just pushed that all the way back to June now. So they already, wow. t- yeah, bro. And they sold it as like this whole thing. Like, uh, it's so 
with the uncertainty of when your kids will go back to school, we'll extend you to work from home until <laughs> until June or something. But I, I ain't gonna lie, bro. I would have that would have been a little little shot to the gut for me if I was working from but, home. But you know, there's a lot of people who do you know need to stay home. But then I feel too that there's uh, certain companies who are taking advantage of the situation definitely to downsize. Yeah, and to have people work out of, out of their house because. If you think about it, it's going to be a lot cheaper if you get people to work out of their house. It is. It is. I think I think the tough part is is going to be for the for the companies to figure out the logistics of it all because I'm working from home. If I'm working at a work site and something happens to me, you know, I know that I'm covered. What happens if I'm working from home? What happens if I'm, you know, coming down the steps trying to carry things that I normally don't carry and I step on something and I fall down the steps? Does that yeah. count as a does that count <laughs> for real? Does that count as a does that count as a work You're related? On the clock, right? Yeah, does that count as a work related injury? I mean, how how does all those benefits I used to have transfer over to me at home? That, those would be the concerns that I would have of someone that has to transition because I know like Twitter came out way early in the game. It was like, yo, you guys can all work from home permanently if you want, <laughs> and I was like, damn, all right, yeah, you know? I, I I wouldn't mind. I'm working from home a couple of days out of the week, but yeah. that, I don't think, uh, especially, I mean, I got to get up early and make noise. I mean, damn, I, I, I ring a cowbell in the morning. So imagine doing that <laughs> yeah. at your house. What exactly. are the neighbors going to think? <laughs> no, that's going to, that's going to, uh, it's going to piss some people off. Yeah. The neighbors and then also the uh, other inhabitants of the house might not be too happy with so starting guess, work at five in the morning. Bro. I guess it all depends on, on what you do for a living. Yeah. And Everybody's situation. I mean, if you're just a single person or something like that, sure. Why not? I yeah. mean, you can do whatever you want, but I just, I mean, I'm pretty sure everyone is going to agree. Most of you guys are going to agree that it, it. everyone just wants things to go back to yeah, normal. Yeah, I think everybody's looking for some normal, and at least sports is kind of giving that to us. And us here in, uh, in Ventura County and L.A. surrounding area and stuff are probably a little excited that the Dodgers are back in the World Series right now. So we got, we're got we right in the thick of things right there. And uh, I don't know, bro, what do you think? Do you think they're probably going to cash that ticket and, 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 and win it this year or what? You know, your I, pro- I, I'm not a Dodger fan. Me neither. And uh, go the, Mets. The, 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 the thing is, too, is like a lot of my friends are Dodger fans. Of course, it, it, yeah. it would be nice. But the thing that I'm doing with with the, their Laker championship right now is like <laughs> I keep telling them it doesn't count. It's 2020. For real. Yeah. 2020. So, so it would suck if every L.A. team won a title in 2020 <laughs> and you told them <laughs> None that of it, it didn't counts. count. <laughs> yeah. They're going to run. The, they're going to run the table this year. Now, and that's what I was thinking, too, especially for the Dodgers. They've been so close. I'll tell you what, if I was like the ownership group and magic and all them, I would be pissed if this is the year that we win it. We don't get to capitalize on any World Series right. tickets, people selling out the stadium, buying all the extra gear and merchandise and you but know, I guarantee, food. And, I guarantee you the fans will still celebrate. Oh, hell yeah, they will. And they should. I mean, yeah. whatever. It, it, that's the kind of stuff that, that sports does for us in, in times of trouble and pain in the ass moments in life. I mean, it can it can make you leave whatever you got going on for a little bit and kind of live vicariously through those people on the field. So I'm for, I'm all for it. And I'm going to be living vicariously through my boy uh, Tua Tagovaiola. You know me, I'm a <laughs> Dolphins fan. So he's finally getting on the field this week. Or well, next week, we're on a bye week this week. But either way, man, I'm excited to see the future of my team moving forward and honestly just the league man i love seeing i love seeing young players come in the league and perform so i'm looking forward to him so well, thank god uh for sports during this pandemic hell man. yeah man I'm, I'm, i thank god for sports all the time but definitely in this pandemic man those first few months when they when they stripped it from me <laughs> i was losing my mind especially right at the beginning of march madness that was that was tough man because i've always been i've always been a sports fan so it's always had a, a, a spot in my my daily routine so. and it seems like like now that they're they're canceling certain games and moving them to different days it seems like for some reason like there's more sports every yeah, day now it's always on yeah. i mean I, I'm, I'm a firm believer right now that the nfl was waiting for a moment like this now and i'm telling you we're gonna start having football like every single day except for tuesday and whatever i'm all for it man that would be dope yeah why not 
All right, it's about that time. Let's bring in our guests. Who do we have today, Jason? Bro, we got a fantastic guest in the house, super successful business owner and just all around badass person to know. Sky, the owner of Happy Place, is in the building. Sky, how the hell you doing, man? I'm feeling so much better after that introduction right there. You know, I'm feeling bigger and taller. I feel like I'm Shaquille O'Neal right now, baby. <laughs> hell yeah. All right. And I'll be I'll be Kobe. I'll take Kobe. <laughs> oh, shit, I'll take Derek Fisher even. I don't mind. <laughs> right? <laughs> but how's it going, man? How's life? Bro, life is beautiful, man. It's, uh, we're fortunate. And uh, even in these crazy times, there's beautiful things happening. So yeah, I, I'm excited and I love it. You know what? And speaking of beautiful things happening, I got I to gotta talk about it right now because I'm dying to crack the top off of it. Um, you being a beer connoisseur, you brought in uh, Pliny the Elder. I've heard uh, magical and mythical stories about this beverage, and I haven't had a chance to try one yet. So I'm, I'm incredibly lucky that it's sitting in front of me right now. And obviously, we've had a conversation about it before. And plus, I knew that you wanted to try it. So I figured since you've been too lazy to bring your ass <laughs> I, over I to the been. shop, I, have been, I might bro. as well just deliver it right to you. Yeah, and that that is so badass of you. And I'm going to stop being a lazy ass and I'm going to get in that beer cave, man. I'll see you there this weekend, I promise. Well, we need to pop your blind, your Pliny Cherry right yeah. now. So uh, why don't we crack this thing open real Hell quick, bro? Hell yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I feel, I feel like this yeah. is a, a episode of Sipping with Sky right now. Hey. <laughs> Persistently <laughs> we're sipping with Sky. Yes, sir. Hell yeah. Cheers to you, brother. Cheers. Salud. Cheers, Mambo. <sighs> I see what the buzz is about, right? bro. That is a smooth <laughs> brew, man. Let Damn. me tell let me tell you something, Jason. Uh Sky is a very good friend of mine. And beer drinkers hate our relationship because he gives me a lot of exclusive beer that beer drinkers say I don't appreciate because some of the stuff that you're giving me is very exclusive stuff. Yeah, some of the stuff, like, we'll get 12 bottles in 365 days. Damn. Like, literally, like, that's all we're going to get. And anytime I have it, like, instead of me selling 12, it's always going to be 10 because I'm pulling one for me and one for Mambo. So, Hell yeah. So he can always try it because, and it's all started just from, like, like me trying to get him away from just drinking Modelo. And he told me, no, I ain't drinking this. I ain't drinking this. <laughs> he tried one thing, tried the next. And he's like, oh, my God, I like this. So it was kind of seeing the evolution of Mambo drinking beer. So Yeah, because I, I went from uh, sour beers. Yeah. Oh, that, that was my thing. And then uh, slowly uh, he introduced me to different beers and going to different uh, beer festivals and tequila festivals. Yeah. And now it's like I'm at a store at least once a week picking up some of the different uh, beers that he has. How many, how many different types of beers would you say you have at happy place? I think I lost count. Um, it was, it was over a thousand a while back. Wow. Damn. Now, now it's even more just because like the thing is this too, is like I may have 1200, 1300 different beers skews in stock at a time. Right. But like every week it's rotating. So we sell out of like say 20, 30 beers, and the next week, there's 20, 30 new ones. So that is dope, man. Bro, it is crazy. And it's exciting because we always get to try the new, hot, like special beers. You are I'm, a lucky man, dude. I'm telling you, bro. I'm, I wouldn't say I'm a full on beer snob, but I used to be just kind of like Mambo, just like only Bud Light. And that's just what I drank. And I went to this birthday party once and somebody gave me a Pizza Port Swami IPA. And I'd never oh, had yeah. a fucking IPA before. So I was like, man, what the hell is this beer? But at first thing that caught me, I was like, damn, the can's kind of dope, you know? So it drew my attention just from that. And then once I sipped it, bro, 
I don't know if I drank Bud Light again since that day, dog. <laughs> like it's it's been a a changing moment of me. But like I said, I'm not a beer snob. I'll still drink a I'll, I'll drink a Modelo or I'll drink a domestic beer. It doesn't matter. But I I've learned the palate of a true beer drinker now. And uh, what's interesting is on the Swami's IPA, you notice there's a, a guy in a turban in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So do you know the history of that? Kind of. All, only history I know of it is the little description that they give on the can, which I probably read, read like <laughs> and forgot a, a million times. But but tell me about it. Well, I'm not much of a reader. I'm more of an audiobook guy. Yeah, yeah, you know, okay. I love audiobooks. Okay. I don't read too much. Um, but the history of it is when uh, the the British were invading or you know conquering India, uh-huh. they would bring beer from Britain to India. And the beer wouldn't be hoppy by the time it got to India. So then they created the India Pale Ale. So that's where the India Pale Ale. So shout Holy out to shit. India, my home Hell country. Hell yeah, right big here. shout out to India. But no, bro, because shout out to the my historical friend, knowledge. My friend, because without us, we would not have plenty <laughs> of the other. Hell yeah, well, I'll cheers to that, man. Thank God. But seriously, dude, that's I've, I've never known the true meaning behind India Pale Ale. That is yeah, because there Incredible, was a pale man. ale before, but then they had to make it even hoppier. So by the time it got there, it didn't lose all its hops or, you know what I mean? So yeah. it, it, was, uh, it was interesting. Learned something new, man. Met my quota today. Right? right? Hell yeah. <laughs> now, uh, so, if you don't know Sky, he he owns a liquor store in Ventura County, and it, it formerly known as Sam Sadico Liquor. It was it was it's always been the spot to go, and uh, you recently rebranded the, the the business. Now it's called Happy Place. And you've always been, I've always felt like you've always been ahead of everyone when it comes to what you do. I remember going to your store one time and it, it was like a nightclub in there. He had a DJ there. <laughs> oh, shit. And then I remember uh, going a different time and one of the guys was getting ready to make a delivery. And I'm like, oh, shit, this liquor store delivers? And then we started, uh, we, we ended up becoming friends and, and slowly, you know, we, I got to know him a little bit more. But his mind has always been... Uh, ahead of everyone always moving always one step ahead huh i mean the thing is just the information is out there right it's yeah. it's are you willing to go out there and get that information right so i don't know everything about beer honestly garrett g money at the shop he knows way more than about beer than even i do right i have customers that know more beer than i do right so instead of me saying that i know everything i'm gonna go out there and listen to everybody i'm gonna hear i'm gonna listen to my dms i'm gonna talk to my customers find out what's what I don't have that I've never had. I even have customers that come and bring me beer. I'm a liquor store, right? Craft beer bottle shop. I have customers come in and bring me beer. Sky, try this. I love this. I was in this city. Try to see if you can get it. I drink it. I'm like, wow. And and I'm going to just be in emails with companies until they decide to either block my emails or send me their beer. <laughs> hey, that's a good that's a good tactic, man. And honestly, you're getting customers probably bringing you these beers and trying them out because you do listen. And you know that's a that's an honorable trait to have. And somebody that has a successful business like yourself isn't always willing to listen and willing to take the time, like you said, to get the information, the knowledge to always be improving. So uh, being a small business owner, though, what do you think the like most rewarding part of it is to you? What do you what do you think the best part of it is? You know, there's a lot of things, right? Number one, you know, they say, okay, yeah, being your own boss, right? But with that, there comes a lot of other negativity. But when you can be your own boss and then you can, like, take care of your employees, treat them well, make them feel good, and your customers, to me, that's the most rewarding. They come, customers come into our store bobbing their head, dancing, moving. I, I should start literally taking video from the camera 
right? And posting pictures of people dancing in the beer cave because we have a speaker in there. Oh. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so to me, it's just, it's great to see people feel like this is their happy place when they walk in. And it's, is, it's, it's always been like that too, because, uh, I, I, even before uh, we, we, we started a business together, but even before that, I would just go hang out there and buy a, a bunch of, uh, not scratchers, but the lotto hotspot hot hot spot. Spot, and just chill there for a couple of hours with him. And I always told him, I go, bro, you need to start a reality show because just some of the people that walk through their door, those doors are characters. You know what yeah, I mean? Man. Like you got the, the guy that comes in every day. Uh, you know, always a quarter short and Sky's like, again, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah. so, so it's always like a character that walks through those doors. And we have John that walks in. I know you've seen John. He's that older, the older white guy that walks in with a fur coat on. And when I mean by fur coat, he doesn't have a shirt on when he walks oh, in. Shit. <laughs> and, and he comes four or five times a day, right? Grabs his one beer four times a day. And it's just that those vibes, energy you get when you connect with your customers. And Hell we yeah. always talk shit to him. We'd be like, yo, hey, man, that's an ugly shirt you're wearing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, like, it's like we can like like literally fuck with our customers and they fuck with us back. And it's just good vibes and Hell good yeah. energy. And and we love it. You know, and that's a that's a difference is we don't have a corporation. To, I mean, it's a corporation, but we don't have like this corporate structure. And it, it's just about us being able to be ourselves. Yeah. Wear the clothes we want to feel the way we want play the different music if you walk in when you know i'm there i might have some rap on or i might some have some hip-hop somebody else has got some rock on you know so it's like our our store adjusts its personality to its personnel hell yeah it sounds like a melting pot not only of the best beers you can find on earth but also the best people man that is dope that's kind of like where where i live right now there's a market on the corner of my street and I feel the same way. I don't even say I'm going to the market. I say I'm going to Tony's. So that sounds like the vibe that you got. My son, he's only three years old and he knows him by name, you know, says what's up to him <laughs> and gives him dap. And then he gets like a gummy hot dog on his way out every day. I mean, it's cool to have a place like that in your neighborhood, in your community, man. So I respect owning a business that way, man. That is incredibly dope. Yeah, I mean, th there are struggles, but there's definitely so many upsides. There's way more upsides. And, and you know what? Like, when you're a business owner, you're, you're not a business owner. You're a firefighter. Yeah. You know, like there's going to be fires, yep, you know, you put them out. Hopefully they're not in your backyard. Like <laughs> they were for Mambo. Over right. Here. Yeah. Yeah. That, that Thomas <laughs> fire, man. I gave everybody a scare, bro. Bro. When I saw that on TV, I'm like, what the, that is Mambo's house. Oh shit. <laughs> that was a back. We were the first ones to get evacuated. Uh, when that, when that fire broke out, but you know what? Uh, I know, I know sky's not going to talk about this, so I'll bring it up, but, uh, uh, much love to sky, man. Every time we do something in the community, sky's over, always one of the first ones that steps up and, and helps out and is willing to give time and donate. And, you know, we have raffles, we have specials and, and all that good stuff. And, and a lot of that money I, I shouldn't say a lot of the money, a hundred percent of that money uh, goes to whatever cause that we're raising money for. So, uh, so big shout out to you, bro, for, for stepping up to the plate to do that. You know, but bigger shout out to you because you're the one who inspires a lot of people. You're on the radio and you, we, I, and, and as a friend of yours, I've seen how much you truly care. Well, right? that's, I, I feel like I, I think I, I'm not sure if I was talking to Jason about it, but you know, like. Growing up, you know, uh, people people judge you when you were young. So, like, when you're older and you and you try to do good, 
people are still looking at you and judging you based on the bullshit that you did as a kid. But uh, everyone grows up at some point. And I just feel like, you know, who's going to teach these kids or these youngsters, especially uh, me being in the business that, that I'm in, you get a lot of that, bro. And it, you'd be surprised how many people I've met who, who have told me and made me feel old because they say, hey, man, I've been listening to you since I was in kindergarten or I've been listening to you since this or you used to party with my grandpa and i was like damn <laughs> i've been listening to you since high school and uh it's my 20 year anniversary is coming see up. that's what i'm talking about bro and i, and I mean I, I don't mean listen to you at senior year probably freshman <laughs> year so i think it's been about 25 years bro just saying. see but that's kobe but, but but see that's that's what i what i'm trying to get to it's like it gets to a point where you you feel like you have to be the one to do things for for your community, you know. Especially if people like you, as a business owner, want to team up with me. Like I got to make sure that that I'm I genuinely care about the community because if it's like you're doing it for the cameras and for show, like people people can spot bullshit oh, from yeah. a mile away. People spot a fake in a second, and that's why I think you guys are two incredible human beings because you're using your platform. You know what I mean? And uh, like. People always talk about sports figures. I'm big on sports, so I, I tend to go full circle back to them. So, like, sports figures never used to use their platform to voice themselves and things that they don't like because they, they have a national platform to use. And right. you guys have a strong local platform, and you guys use it to every single advantage that you can. So, to me, that's incredible, and you guys truly make the 805 the epic place that it is. See, but I, I think too, like uh, uh, when I first got into radio, the cool thing was was going to LA and doing LA and all that stuff. But then uh, it got to a point where I'm like, man, like what about- What about here? right here? Yeah. yeah. And uh, slowly but surely, you know, a lot of stuff started popping off and you know, you you got a, a lot of talented people, a lot of great Hell businesses. Yeah. Uh, I've said this to a lot of people, man. Uh, 805 is a hidden gem for Southern California. Damn right it is, man. You know, and um, so I, I was having a conversation. So I had somebody on my podcast this morning uh, that's a land developer, and we're chopping it up about Ventura County and how how amazing Ventura County is, right? And how amazing Ventura Oxnard is that when you live here, you might think, oh, my God, it's so expensive to live here. And then when you go out in the world and you see all these different places and how those places are, look, feel, vibe, and you come here, you're like, this place isn't really as expensive as you think it is. No, it's not. Once you see how expensive everything else is. Yeah, bro. And, and to me, the thing I love about being here, not only do you have people like yourself that have epic small businesses and that's like the heartbeat of this place. It's not it's not overrun by corporate buildings. There's two tall buildings in the whole damn right freaking <laughs> county. You know what I mean? So and then you can go from the beach to the mountains in fifth, literally 15 minutes where I live. I'm 15 minutes from the beach. I'm 15 minutes from a fucking waterfall in the mountains bro you can get on a trail and walk to a waterfall and camp at the bottom of it you know so to me i think it's all about paying for where you're at and we're in an epic place and if you got a problem with paying it then fucking go to iowa <laughs> go to iowa you know i mean and 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 hopefully we open up persistence culture des moines because right. that'll be the only reason you want to be in iowa but but it'll be cheaper so you I mean you pay you pay for what you get man and you get a lot of cool things here other than just your property and the energies and the vibes out here i think they're they're unlike any other place i've yeah. been in the world like definitely like to me i've been to amazing places in the world and this is always amazing coming back home and i feel like people are like oh that sucks you left bali and how does it feel 
Like you left paradise. I said, but I live in paradise. Yeah. Right. Preach I, that. I, I think we forget what we have, right? Whether it's your, your wife, whether it's your kid, whether it's your friend that you don't appreciate enough because you see them too much. Definitely. Right. Like we see Ventura too much. Mm-hmm. We know the beach is there. We might not go there. Right. Like yeah. you don't appreciate it, but it's there. Yeah. And you should appreciate it. And when you come to the realization is like how amazing this community is. I like, I think then you really, you, you, you really come to terms like, damn, like, wow, I'm blessed to be in this environment. Hell yeah. So speaking of this place where we're at, where, where are you from? Did you grow up in Ventura County? My or? whole life. Whole life. So Good for you, man. So I was born in India and I came to the States when I was two. So um, I went to preschool in Sadiqoy Elementary, Ventura. Yeah, yeah. And then recently we bought a house. Me and my wife bought a house in Oxnard in the collection. Okay. Just because it fit with what we were looking for mm-hmm. and it was close enough to our business and we liked the aspect of being able to walk around a nice yeah. area. Hell yeah. Go get a drink at the bar. You know what I mean? It's and a great place. To me, I, I think it's a great place to live. I mean, you get everything right there. And, and like you said, you can you can walk to all these places. Great investment for, for your family. So that's awesome. But And, and as amazing as Ventura is, like we, we see like there's not really much progress in building in Ventura. Right. No. Nuh-uh. Right. So we don't see any. They hot, kind of they kind of fight spots. against it, honestly. And. Not kind of. Yeah, they, they, fight. they fight against <laughs> it. Yeah, they fight against it. Hey, and the thing is this. It's not like the people that are listening to this podcast, Yeah, they're not fighting against it, but they're not fighting for it. Yeah. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. So when there's a fight, are you for it or against it? Yeah. Not I'm against it, but a, uh, I'm not going to say anything or I'm for it, but I'm not going to yeah. say anything. There's a lot of people that are on the line instead of on one side of the line. So. I feel you there, but uh, so continue. So uh, all in Sa- all in Sadikoy, and now grew yeah. up in Sadikoy. Yeah, I went to Sadikoy Elementary School, Balboa Middle School, Boyna High School. Went to VC for a little bit and decided, like, hey, you okay. know what? College is great. It's just not for me. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> been there, done that. <laughs> you know, I and, and and the thing is, this is I feel like if my mindset was different back then, maybe I could have taken more away from it. Mm-hmm. I feel like the only thing that I miss out of not going to a university or a college, because I, I, I want to make it clear. I know in the past I've said, oh, yeah, I'm not about school, but it's not it. I wasn't then. But now if I was to go back, I would go to school. Right. And I would go there just mainly for the networking purposes. And I would have done a much better job of networking yeah. since I was 16 years old to now. Definitely. I feel the same way. I was kind of talking to Mambo about it the other day and uh, just saying I went to school at first for architecture because I've always been in it's like and, and when I say go to school, I went to like junior college. I wasn't studying at some epic <laughs> architectural university school, or anything. Right. So I, I, I went there and that was what I pursued. I underestimated how much fucking math was in architecture. So it kind of bummed me out when I figured out I had to go to pre-cal and calculus and all that. So I instantly lost my buzz for that. But if I can go back now I'd probably focus it more on like a journalism path or something because, you know, I, I sit here and I listen and I watch these sportscasters and things like that. And it's something that I would legitimately try hard at and not be deterred by a barrier or a barricade being in my way. I'd work to get over it because I knew what the end goal was. I feel like I went for architecture, but I never really thought I'd ever be an architect, you know? So I kind of set myself up for failure there. You know, the crazy part is, is when I, I call him Canelo Enrique, our boy from the, <laughs> Canelo. The, I have heard know, that one. I, I call him Canelo because uh, he yeah, looks no, like Canelo, bro. I, I get it. I get like, it. Like I, I call him Canelo all day. I yeah. love that dude. Like that's, is, that's how that's you like, introduced me to him. That's I the did, godfather right, right and, there. And, and the thing is, this is I know Mambo, right? Mambo, 
Mambo is one of those people that he's so shielded. Like he's got like four brick walls in front of him because he knows how a lot of people are. Right. Mm -hmm. And then when I told him, I said, trust me, this dude's dope. Like I want you to, to, I want, I want to introduce you to him because I just get this good vibe. Right. There's only probably a handful of people that in uh, all five of them are kind of my my best friends that have those good vibes and good energies that are all about positivity and helping each other and there's yeah. no there's no like sneaky you know what i mean like anything no like alter that. No, no no alter, alter, right? alter motives they're real that, with yeah. each other they're yeah. real yeah. 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 real and and ganel the first time i met him i was like dean actually introduced me right dean the machine shout yeah. out to dean right? <laughs> shout out to big dean me <laughs> dean is awesome yeah man. dean's a man so i love that dude right and uh he was like he's like you have to meet enrique and then we met him at one of our uh, festivals. Remember, we were doing a tequila and tacos festival. I, I don't remember him. I, you introduced me. We had uh, lunch with him at a no. The you know what? it wasn't tequila and taco. It was a winter wine walk, and you were in uh, Vegas for your birthday. Oh, okay, <laughs> see, yeah, right? I, didn't get, I didn't get to meet him then. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think uh, it, it was something. You were in Vegas for something. I don't know whose birthday is what it was, but I met him, and it was weird. It was like the moment I met him, I was like. Whoa. It's like, I felt like I met another me with somebody else who's got so much positive energy and like the vibes were there from the first handshake to the first conversation. I was yeah. like, I like this guy. Like, like <laughs> Enrique has like, that effect on people. Yeah. He really does. And, 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 and but you know, what's amazing is going to persistence culture, obviously like through COVID there were some times that I didn't go because I just like. I was asthmatic. I was scared shitless. Everyone yeah, scared the fuck out of yeah. me saying like, oh my God, you can't live your life. And, and, and you yeah. know, it, it was difficult. But, but when I was going in the beginning with Mambo, right, um, even before Mambo, it was like, it felt like he duplicated his vibe and energy through every single person. Whether you were working out there or whether you were instructor, those vibes were there. And it was persistent through everybody. Yeah. That's so, the culture, man. That, that's what I love, and that's hard to do. It is. It's very hard to do, and it's all about it's all about having the the right people, and that's why you know I refer to him as the Godfather because like he gets the right group of people together, and he's created this insanely one of a kind type of atmosphere, and that's why it's like if people ask me what persistence culture is, I can't say it's a CrossFit gym. I can't say that. I, it's I tell a nutrition people, program. I tell people it's an umbrella to a it, lot of it things. It is, yeah, and yeah. it's a, it's a it's a lifestyle brand, and we literally change lives as long as you're just willing to accept it. That's all it is. You just gotta you just gotta kind of like just walk through the doors. Honestly, yeah, my walk- my introduction to Enrique was Sky. I, I had talked to Sky about joining the gym, and he said, you got to meet Enrique. He has... Well, you were actually talking about joining a different gym yeah. at the time. Yeah. So you you wanted me to, to talk to him, and I talked to him, and I, I always share this story, and I'm pretty sure he hates it, but when someone's a little too nice to me, I always question it. I was like, all right, here comes a pyramid scheme. <laughs> you know what I mean? Here comes a Ponzi. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so so I always think of that. And I'm not I'm not saying that that's what he was going to come with, but but you have to, yeah. But I I questioned it, and then we had a great conversation, and then you know from there, like we ex, you know we exchanged numbers, we went back and forth for a little bit, went to the gym. Every time I would go to the gym, we would have uh, conversations for like about an hour. So the workout was like 50 minutes, and then me and him would talk for an hour after the workout, and it reminded me of of uh, when I would stop by and pick something up with at Sky Spot when I first met him. 
we would sit there and and it, it was to a point where my wife would go look for me because <laughs> it's like did he get we a wreck what's we wrong would, what the hell we would at? stay there drinking remember well i'm getting sad right now i feel like canelo has taken away one of my friends oh, like, no, oh, too shit. much time with him. no no the, <laughs> the network just got hey, the network got yeah, better bro i'm just playing i'm just branches. playing you know me i love that i love growing good people around each other yeah man and, uh, and, and that's been the beauty. And, and I've learned so much also from Mambo, right? Because obviously he has so many more experiences. <laughs> and then and then also learning from him, it's allowed me from... Like w- w- when I introduced somebody to Mambo, I had a bad experience in the past, right? I don't want to get into too much detail about it, but I, got, I introduced him to somebody... And I never like signed off on the guy, but the fact that I introduced him to Mambo and the guy turned around and talked to Mambo about a deal and he ended up cutting Mambo out of the deal. And then he went out and got a deal because of Mambo. So like after that, I was like, I will never introduce anybody to one of my friends and, and like put my name or even just introduce like as, Hey, yo, this, this is a cool dude. Like whatever, because of that. So like he knew when I was like, Hey, this is the dude because he knew how I felt about what happened. <laughs> and I ain't just going to show you any old buster no more, man. I already lear- I learned that lesson. Yeah, I'm not even going to introduce you to somebody. Somebody yeah. like, who's that next to you? Just some guy. Just, some, dude. just, some, just some guy, bro. That's, oh, that's dope, man. Incredible, incredible stories. You, um, you know what? One thing I wanted to say, you, you guys gave your definition of persistence culture, right? Yeah. Mine is yeah. persistence culture is an energy that you need in your life. Dope, man. I've never heard it explained that way. Continue. Elaborate. It's the energy when you walk in, the high fives, the love, the support you get from members. Encouragement. You, you yeah. struggle. Like, like I'm, t- I'm, I'm not a fitness guy, uh-huh. right? I'm kind of big. I've done a little bit of like weights. Like I'm not massive, but I'm like, I'm you not good, scrawny, bro. right? Yeah. But you know, I've lifted in my, in the past, I went there and I felt like a bitch because I couldn't do shit, <laughs> right? And Gage's ass has got Gage's me program does that to, He does that to everybody, bro. But, 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 but there was a couple things. Number one, it was positive vibes, positive energy, and it was encouragement, like Mambo said, encouragement. And it was everybody encouraging you. I had this dude that like, like if you looked at him and you looked at me, you'd think he's out of shape. And he was outworking me and he's encouraging me. And I'm like, this is fucking awesome. Hell yeah. Right? Yeah. And like, you know, when you haven't done a push-up or you haven't done something, mm-hmm. like a certain exercise or use a certain muscle, you just, your muscle's not ready for yeah, that. Right, right? right? Yeah. Especially Gage's workout. And like, <laughs> like and, 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 and honestly, like sometimes you've talked to, about Gage, right? Mambo's talked about Gage, about his workouts. But I want everyone to understand something that, it's not it you don't take it as discouragement how strong his workout is because he also has other workouts if you're not capable yeah, of doing them definitely there's right? always a scale i was even in the gym this morning right i, I was like man i'm getting coming on the podcast i better go hit a couple of days in a row <laughs> before i come here i'm like you know pump right. in yeah you know what i mean i gotta get the blood yeah. pumping and it was just like good vibes after being away for a while and i'm like all right cool everybody was helping me out and then also on top of that that energy that when I talk to Canelo, Enrique, and he's involved in everybody, and he cares about everybody. He legitimately does, yeah. and it's a it's a it's a trait that it's like like Mambo said, it's it's tough to fully understand, and it's almost impossible to like fully grasp it because to me he's, he's one of a kind dude as far as that level because that just takes speaking of energy a lot of energy just to have that much care for for people and family members and persistent culture we're we're growing by the member every day and so. you know you saying that one of the things that really tripped me out was uh you know being around for a long time already 
around people who discourage you or, or, or people who don't believe in you. It was a trip to be around a lot of people who who encouraged you and, and supported you and pumped you up. And I'm just yeah. like, all right, this is what I need to surround myself with. Because if you want to succeed, you have to surround yourself with people like that. Because if you're trying to do some and you have people, you have doubters around you, it's, it's going to be harder for you to, to hit the goal that you're trying to hit. So isn't it crazy when you're doing something and you have doubters around you? And then all of a sudden they see that you're kind of successful. Those doubters now jump on your bandwagon. Yeah, dude. I said this on the podcast when uh, when uh, Enrique was here. I don't know how long it's been that that I've been wanting to lose weight. When I went there, I lost forty pounds, bro. Everybody and I was on drugs, right? Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't <laughs> trying. I wasn't trying to lose that much weight. I was just trying to get under two hundred pounds and fit into a large shirt again. That's, that's all I was trying to do. When I went and I lost 40 pounds, people, like you said, like people that come back when they see like, yo, what are you doing? Like, what's going on? And it was just because I surrounded myself with the family at the Persistence right family, Culture. That's right. And it was, it was a lot different from what other gyms I've gone to in the past. Because I've, I've tried it before and I've never been under 200 pounds. Now, You're talking about the gyms that just collect money from you and they don't really care? Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of a lot of gyms end up on that, but th this is totally different. That's why I said we can't we can't call it a gym. It's not a gym. No, it's, it it's an energy. It's a lifestyle. It's just having the right people around you supporting you. And, and there's and, there's a and, great network of people there too. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. and there's the thing is this: once you open up a conversation, you can find out so much about somebody, Definitely. and you wouldn't believe the person next to you is the person that can help you with something. Yeah. But if you don't have that conversation open it up and he, he creates that atmosphere, right? Enrique Canelo, as I like to call him, <laughs> creates an atmosphere that we can all, we feel like, you we're know. all supposed to talk to each other. Yeah. Like, it feels weird if you don't talk to somebody. Yeah, then it's like, yeah, even if you're the new person and you're shy, we'll, we'll pull it out of you. It'll, yeah. it, you don't even know it's in you, but we'll pull it out of you. We'll pull that support out of you. And speaking of that, so going back to you, who was somebody that supported you coming up? I mean, for you to for you to have this drive and this successful business ownership, there had to be somebody behind it. So who who, who is a big supporter in your life growing up? Can, I, can I answer that for you? Yeah. His wife. I, actually that was okay. th that's good the answer. good answer that that is the best answer and he just Hell saved yeah. my ass from sleeping on the couch <laughs> good answer um and and honestly that she's the top of the list because um i came in the game and like i i come from an like an like old school background with my dad right okay like my mom's amazing she's a She's an amazing woman, and what she was able to do is is uh, like unreal. She worked her butt off, and on top of that, she raised us, and she spent time with us. She was at our games. She worked, and she did shopping for the store. Like She would get cut coupons out, get double coupons, go to Ralph's or wherever, right? Mm -hmm. And she'd walk out with stuff for free because... They, they would give it for free because her coupons were more than the stuff. Well, yeah. And she'd go to the store and she'd put it there. I mean, back in the day, it was a tiny shop. And, and, and even in their other businesses, she did the same thing, right? So she was always grinding and she was my rock, right? Like starting that business in the beginning, she was the one anytime I fucked up, right? Like, like we're talking about earlier off the air that mm -hmm. it's like Mambo learned a lot of his shit by fucking up, Right. Yes, sir. Guess what? Your boy Sky did a lot of fuck ups. <laughs> hey, and, no, and, he's perfect, man. That's why you learn and, all your lessons. 
And my mom was there for moral support and financial support. Like I would be like, mom, I'm fucked. I'm sad. Like I lost 10 grand right now, like in 10 minutes doing check cashing. Yeah. Right. You can make a grand here, a grand there, whatever. But I lost 10 grand in 10 minutes, less mm-hmm. than 10 minutes, like twice. Right. Once because of my fault once because actually both times they're always my fault so elaborate you mean like a fraud happened so you were you were running check cashing and somebody got over on you yeah i used to back in the day i don't do that shit no more because i'm done well i don't blame you You lose 10 i lose 10 grand i'll tell you what i'm gonna stop doing (laughs) whatever the fuck i'm doing too and and the thing is is like even if you make more than 10 grand and even if that could be good that's okay but it was just the stress of it, the money and everything. And then when you're focusing so much on something that isn't as valuable and isn't the future of the business, yeah. you're screwing up, right? You mm-hmm. got to look at trends. You got to look at what's next. So then I decided I'm done with it. But to even get to that point, my mom allowed me, she gave me those lifelines. Bro, and lifeline's a good word too, especially for moms. Like I feel like my mom kind of did something similar on those long, along those lines is they give you enough line. It's, it's always still there, right? but it slacks up enough. You know, it doesn't stay tense the whole time. You get slack, you learn your, you learn, you learn from your mistake and they could tense it back up, pull you back in and then give you some slack again, man. So yeah. I respect that. Shout out to moms. And real. then right after that, obviously like I kept growing as a business owner, I kept growing my business. And sometimes when you're so focused on growing a business, it's, it's difficult because you're trying to grow and you're trying to bring in more inventory. What, somebody wants this? Oh, I'm gonna bring it in. Somebody wants this, I'm gonna bring it in. Mm -hmm. And what I was doing is instead of taking profits out of the business, I just kept reinvesting 100% of everything because I had a cheap lifestyle, and I still do. Like, I don't have an expensive lifestyle, except for my, my beer budget, which is probably like $1,500. <laughs> that's right. that's probably he, my biggest expense, And too, he man. still gets a discount on yeah. it, right? I mean, that's $1,500 at cost. You know, between the beer that I take from the store and yeah. I, like, give my friends yeah. and stuff, like, it's like, literally, my wife told me it was $1,500 a month. Um, but that's the one thing that I love to do, right? Yeah. And it's not something I'm going to stop. Exactly. I, I love it. But but what what happened is is in the beginning it was my 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 mom right mm-hmm. supporting me to next level financially mentally and then I got married my wife came into the picture like mm-hmm. into the business she having a accounting background was able to guide me and help me and improve my system to create our system and she took she helped me take the business to the next level. That is dope, man. That's an incredible story, and it's great to have uh, strong people and especially strong women in your life, man. So, especially when uh, they've supported the, some of the choices that he's made, because <laughs> no, and I'm not saying in a bad way. It's like I, what I'm trying to get to is is I was like, oh damn, hey, Bombo, those are personal conversations. No, we went, we went, we we went into business together, and and to see his wife there with us, like I, I still remember the day we uh, started the Bloody Cure together. We decided to to get things ready for for a tequila festival. We wanted to make sure it was out by that day. What we had to do is make the product, and we were at his house with a big ass. What was it like? It, a, it was like a witch's like <laughs> pot. Like it was this massive pot that we got from uh, from the actually the temple. The, yeah, <laughs> and we were in his kitchen mix mixing the product, making sure we had it ready for for the tequila festival and that that's where we launched it and kind of wanted to get people's feedback on it and from there 
his his wife was was there the the whole time like you know telling you know taking notes making sure that we slack off a lot bro. running the quality control yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so so every time we dropped the ball she was there to to get on us and, and oh, you yeah. need somebody like that you with do, me man. and him you yeah. know like we have our great qualities but which is but, drinking <laughs> <laughs> exactly and, and, and you know what it's a necessary quality you know because uh we have to support the farmers that grow the hops and the For barley real. you know what i'm saying real talk T- talking real about talk. that we need to yeah. drink this uh let's do it so i got a crown and hops double dry hazy ipa y'all ready for this bro i'm ready <laughs> we did west coast we got we we, we got to bring that new england yes, style out too yeah buddy oh, man. sipping with sky all right, so let's take a second, right? So you're on Persistence Podcast right now, but I want to take a second to shout out your great show, Sipping with Sky. Oh my God, thank you, brother. Good, bro. bro, this is bomb. This is bomb. And 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 doubles always scare me. Double IPAs always scare me because I, I I love IPAs, but sometimes them doubles, man, they they just they hit the tongue weird. But this is smooth, bro. <laughs> right? This is this is this is nice. Yeah, but, man. But sipping with sipping with Sky. So uh, tell me a little bit about it, man. Like, how did that all pop off? Um, I think I was inspired uh, by Mambo. Okay, easy, e- easy to have that happen. Uh, well, it, it is if you if you're if you're allowed in the circle. Yeah, if you know. I, was, <laughs> I, 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 was, I consider myself lucky and blessed as I, well. But. I was fortunate enough to we had enough mutual friends. Like he probably had four mutual friends I was friends with before he would allow me to be his friend. Before you got in a circle of trust. <laughs> He's like, fuck, if everybody I talk to him has nothing bad to say, I guess I'll give this guy a chance, yeah. right? You know? So and then we became friends and he invited me to the, the air and like we would do like a little broadcast here or there. And I fell in love with this. Mm-hmm. Like I felt like this is natural. This is not work to me. Like I enjoy this, right? And then, like, and then after we left, and Mambo and uh, actually Rico, um, well, one time Mambo wasn't even here, and Rico texted Mambo saying, Sky's probably been one of the best guests for this segment or whatever. And Mambo sent that to me, and I was like, oh, wow. Like, so I was already, it, it, it started that whole, like, like that that seed it, right it, was it a planted spark. the speed yeah. it 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 planted the seed and every time i came on it got watered like i felt this is home right yeah and then like with uh like mambo was started doing the local 805 stuff and like highlighting other businesses and doing a lot of stuff to highlight people and i'm like i want to do that to be able to highlight people that I feel that don't get the recognition. And then also people that I think are doing something badass to add value to my listeners. Right. So it felt like something I love to do, but it was not only, I, I felt like I was like getting a bunch of things done in that process. Like I, it was self-fulfilling, right? I enjoy that more than anything. It's my passion. Yeah. Like I feel this is my passion, right? The radio, the recording, talking to people. It's like if if I can help somebody and somebody can walk away by listening to an episode to be like, oh, wow, I just added that. Now I'm going to apply that in my life. And if I can help somebody change something by not just my advice, right? But somebody else's, right? Definitely. So those are two things. And then the third was is like, I'm like, I'm greedy. I want to learn more and I want to learn from people. Yeah. But if I told you, hey, can we sit down and have a two hour conversation and I can pick your brain and I can <laughs> learn about what you're doing. You're probably going to say you've lost your fucking mind. Yeah, my bro. wife doesn't get that much time. Real but talk. then when you tell somebody I want you on my podcast, you get them on there for an hour to two hours with some drinks. You, 
with yeah. drinks, it's right? Drink? So who's gonna turn it, that down? Yeah. I'm it's down. Like, Sign me up, bro. Right? <laughs> it's like going to the party, yeah, hanging out with somebody and talking at the same time. Dude. Phones are on silent. You're not you'd have no distractions. It's all about the conversation. Seriously. And so after I did my first episode, I was like, I'm in love. Like it, it was it felt natural, it felt good. But you know, at the end of the day, props to Mambo and thank you yeah. to Mambo because he inspired me to do it. And I, I didn't really know he was going to do it. Uh, he when when he told me was actually well, uh, he kind of mentioned it. But after your first episode was recorded, is when you said, "Hey, check this out. I want to know what you think about it." And my first thought was like like with like with Jason, I was like, "Man, it's it's you know, I've been I've been doing radio for twenty five years, and and you know, a lot of people come up to me and they'll say like, "Hey, uh, people say I have a good radio voice. What do you think?" and you know, you put them on the spot and they freeze. But you guys, you guys were like naturals, bro. So like when you said that this is something that you found in love with and you wanted to do, like you could tell when you interview some people or even when people have you on their podcasts as and, and like we do and they're interviewing you, you could tell that this is what you love to do. So it it's not that you worked hard at it. You You've always had it, bro. It's just been in you. Yeah. And, and if you're listening to this right now, Make sure you take a second right after you're done listening to this and go and subscribe to Sipping with Sky. It's a dope ass show. Who's up? It's who's definitely worth a listen? Who's been some of your guests that uh, you've had? So um, Aaron Duncan from Fluid State was my very first. Nice. And we actually did a video on that one too, nice. which was dope. And I was trying to get really fancy and do everything like hey, I had my drone, had background, <laughs> oh, had this. Shit, and, and, and it was like like you saw it's that worked. first one, and you're like, wow, I can't wait. And then the rest of them, the videos won't be that exciting or disappointing. <laughs> they might be a little disappointing on the video aspect, just because I'm like, I want to, I want to focus on creating good content, yeah. right? Not versus the the 3D effects yet. Like I would love to add that back in because that's my vision, mm-hmm. but I can't do that until I can hire a full team to do it yeah. for me, right? I feel you there. But I had uh, Matt Levere, which is a good friend of mine. He's the mayor of Ventura. Um, he's now going to be the board of supervisors to, uh, like superintendent or something, right? The, uh, board of supervisor, uh, board of supervisor for, um, for Satikoy area and Oxnard, the collection area. So my Dope. house and my business. So it's kind of cool having Hell somebody yeah. there that I, I like his vision and, Good. um, I, I was been able to pick his brain and, and then once I learned about him, I, I was like, okay, I like this guy. And then I, we became friends. And like, you know what I mean? I was like, he was somebody I wanted on the guest uh, as a guest. Then I had Topa Topa on and a couple of the breweries. Yeah, and, shout out to Topa Topa. You know, and, and so many other amazing guests on there. But I think at the end of the day, like Mumbo said that, yeah, you, you can be natural at something. But I want to tell everybody, like if you're doing anything in any industry, it's not just about the talent you have. Yes, Mumbo may be right. I had that in me. But even if I'm a guest on somebody else's podcast, I usually sit down and review and study two to 12 hours of audio time to learn about them when I'm on their podcast. So some of the podcasts I'm on, you might think that like I'm a part of their business because I spent time to understand them. But I've also learned that through Mumbo. Half of the time, he's sitting with his guests. He knows so much about his guests. He knows how to ask the right questions. You don't know how to ask the right questions if you don't put in the work. Preach. Just because the show is four hours long or podcast is two hours long doesn't mean that's all the time you put in. Definitely. You have to do the research. 
So when I see people that are successful doing it, if I don't do it, how the fuck am I going to be successful? Yeah, preach to that, man. It's all Definitely. about it's all about prepping for the situation. And it is. Uh, I, I think like with people that I've said this to in the past, some people take it and run with it. And uh, Jace, Jason's a perfect example because you've never done this. You never you were excited to do this. I seen the excitement in you. And when I told you like, yo, like we got to prep. Uh, he was on it, bro. I've been I, consistent in everything. So I'm like, I all try. Right. He, hey. he likes it. He he wants it. So like w- when you get with radio royalty, you listen to what the hell oh, they have to say. All that. See, I, yeah, I'm with it. This is saying this is 805 radio royalty. Bro, bro, I don't I don't I don't I don't gas people up, man. That's just that's just talk, man. Whether you want to be it or not, bro. The crown it's the is beer, the, bro. the crown is on. We need I to have go, beer I, every week. <laughs> yeah, right. I ain't gonna lie, I gas people up that deserve the gas. And this motherfucker deserves the gas. Exactly. Yeah, I'm with that, man. And uh and and you do too in your in your own right so what are some personal goals for sky sky the man not necessarily the the business owner and the entrepreneur and what do you what do you aspire for uh the future for you i think one of the things right now is something i'm trying to work on really hard is try to get more done in less time okay right because i i've come to a point where if i just wanted to just chill and just kick it with my family i could Mm -hmm. like because I don't live rich. I don't, you know what I mean? Like I'm driving an old school ES Lexus that was handed down. Like my, my mother-in-law's like, Hey, I have this car that needs like repairs. I'll give it to you. And I, I put up $1,500 and I'm driving it. And Mamba knows like, I don't, I ain't trying to be fancy. Like, nah. You already know what my beer budget is outside of that. <laughs> like, hey, I feel you, man. I got Rhonda parked out front. That was the first thing I ever bought when I moved to California. When I came to California in the military, I bought that car. Shit, fourteen years ago, Rhonda, wow. me, me, me and Rhonda crazy. been on the streets together. Man. I mean, but yeah, I feel you. Rocking with Rhonda. Yeah, that's, a, yeah. that's a new podcast. <laughs> yeah. You gonna drive around in your car and do a podcast, <laughs> do a podcast. with Jason? <laughs> Talking about you, bro. I, I have to say, like, I oh, literally, I, I, I binged heard the Persistence podcast, and it, it was Mambo's. Like, bro, this guy's good, and I'm like, okay, let me check it out. And I was thoroughly impressed. I was like, not only you actually have a good radio voice, but you're able to like control the conversation. There's no dead spots. And you know so much shit about fucking everything. <laughs> I'm like, random what king the of random fuck? knowledge. Like, I'll take that like I know, I, I remember in the beginning, me and Enrique were talking, and you're he's talking about you doing. You're really into sports, and you wanted to do sports, and you know we we're talking about how you guys were going to record and everything else. And I'm like, okay, cool, 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 right? But then I hear you. I'm like, fuck, he knows about all this crazy shit. I'm like, I learn shit from just listening, which is well, cool, you know. Thanks for the kind words, man. Seriously. I'm glad I'm glad you're enjoying it so far. And I'm just happy that you're here as a guest, man. It's an honor to me to be talking to you right now. Yeah, yeah I appreciate that, man. And thanks for having me yeah. here, you know. And especially because this is a persistence culture podcast. Yeah. And and I and I love persistence culture. And oh, yeah. sometimes people are like, hey, are you like like a sponsor? Do they sponsor you? Why do you always wear persistence culture? I said, look, if you believe in a product, if you believe in a brand, if you believe in Nike, do you wear it? Yes. Do you go buy it? Yes. So if I can rock persistence culture on my chest because I believe in the message, I believe in the love, the energy, 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 Hell I'm going to yeah. rock that shit. Right. So don't 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 look at somebody like, oh, yeah. Why are you wearing this gym clothes? It's not gym clothes. This is energy, baby. This is the shit that gets me fucking going for the rest of the day. That's right. 
So, so I think that it's um, it's very important for people to get away from just supporting these big companies and corporations yeah. and supporting people that you should support. Yeah. Support people who support you. Hundred percent. I, I agree, man. And and uh, I think persistence culture is a perfect example. And I'm not just saying this because I'm a part of this podcast, but. Like I said, man, if you want to succeed, surround yourself with good people. And I'm not saying come to Persistence Culture and and you're going to succeed, but just try it. Hang out with with, with positive people, people who encourage you, and you'd be very surprised, you know, in a month or two, you're going to be at a different place in your life. Because uh, if if you hang out with haters, guess who's going to be the next hater? Right, breeding yeah. them. That's what I'm saying. That's what I always tell people, man. Just walk through the doors. That's all you got to do. That's what I love about persistence culture. And you know, I never even thought that I'd be into CrossFit, let alone not that I'm any good at it, but let alone that I actually would be able to carry on a conversation about these types of workouts and movements and stuff. And literally, all I did is walk in the door. They do the rest for you. Well, I'm so and, that's what I that's what I enjoy. And and for a bit, like for busy people like myself, right? Yeah. Like. I, I can be as busy as I, I want to be, and I can be as lazy as I want to be. Time management, right? you said, right? Yeah, uh, 100%. But for for somebody who's in a business position, they have a busy schedule, you want to spend less time thinking about shit that you don't need to, right? And what I love about there, I go there. I don't even look at what the workout is. I just go there, and they tell me what to do. I do it. My mind feels like I have more energy after I work out, not just because of the workout, because I feel better because of the workout itself. Yeah. And it, it's it's self-fulfilling. Like, I know that I took care of myself, right? And so when I go home, I can go drink my goddamn beer. <laughs> and not right? feel bad about it. Bro, I feel the same way. Cause Balance, now, bro. <laughs> yeah, now, now that we have the 5 a.m. class every day, Monday through Friday, uh, it's nice for me. I start work at, at 6.30, so I on work days, I was basically, you know, shit out of luck i couldn't i couldn't really go to a class before work now i can and the the days that i choose to take that hour of sleep instead of the hour in the gym when i wake up i'm like damn i should just went to the gym because after that workout bro the rest of the day is just it's on cruise control like everything just is good everything's moving everything's vibing and it's 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 an interesting uh factor to start your day with. so i had a conversation with my wife right this morning and she's like how is it that you're going to record two podcasts you're going to go to the gym in the morning you're going to record two podcasts for Sipping with Sky, and then you're going to go on the Persistence podcast in the same day. And I told her, I was like, there's something about doing something you love, number one. But number two, when you get that energy from that good workout in the morning, you're ready like, to go, man. Like, I feel like mentally I'm on another level right now. Like, I feel I, I feel like I can record like four or more just because. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. <laughs> You know, and then it's also the vibes, energy, like everything. It's just, it's so beautiful to be able to go to a place that you feel so supported. Seriously, man. And I I, I agree 100%. We are absolutely lucky to have you as one of the family members at Persistence Culture. And we're super thankful that you came on the show today. And be, before we wrap things up, what do you want to tell the people about not only Sky the Man, but but the happy place and everything? What do you guys got going on right now? So there's a bunch of cool stuff that we do, right? So one of them is um, we do like daily deals, right? Which a lot of people may not know. So we do do a Michelada Monday. So any Michelada, Michelada mix, whether it's a dip, whether it's, you know. A dip? Tell me about this. Oh my God. You haven't had like one of those dips? No. So I've used these different dips. like So it's basically like 
Mambo, can you explain it better than me? Because I'm envisioning this, but I can't. So you know, you know, like the salt around the rim, yeah, yeah, yeah. margaritas and uh-huh. stuff. So it's it's something similar, but uh, a lot of micheladas have like different, it, it, like they have like different flavors now. Yeah, and it's like a, a, a you know what chamoy is. Yeah. Uh-huh. So they they put it around the rim. But people started getting creative and using it on on white claws and yeah. and, and they do it. And on there's di- like a mango yeah. flavor, a strawberry, watermelon. So you put it on top. So anything that's a michelada, oh, like like particle, like like a part of making a michelada uh-huh. is twenty percent off on Mondays. Damn. Okay. On Tuesday, you know, if you don't know me, I'm like I'm a huge. <laughs> Tequila drinker. Okay, tequila Tuesdays. Yeah, all right. Tequila Tuesdays. Me and my wife are down. So, so tequila Tuesdays, right? And then on Wednesday, I came up with Whiskey Wednesday because shit, I love whiskey too, right? I love tequila. I love whiskey, so we got Whiskey Wednesdays. And then I had a bunch of my ladies be like, "Yo, we need to do a Wine Wednesday." Said, "Okay, so we're doing Wine Wednesday and Whiskey Wednesday." Tack it on, right? And every single day, there's a whatever the deal of the day is, it's 20% off that day. Nice. So every Tuesday is Tequila Tuesday. <laughs> okay. Right? So every day there's a deal of the day, and then we do a bunch of social media stuff. So right on Instagram. Where can they find you at? Yeah. On Instagram, it's at We Deliver Liquor. Damn, okay. <laughs> That's my handle right there. Right? I mean, I got lucky. I got I got in the IG game early. Hell you know, yeah. Tell, bro, tell That's like the tagline. That's like that tagline, bro. Saving lives in DUIs. Oh, shit. That's, bro, that's like that dot com stuff you heard of about the guy that was smart enough to go buy Walmart and McDonald's.com all together, bro. That, yep, that's, right? that's good shit right there. By the way, we are sponsored by MADD, Mothers Against Drunk Crime. Yeah, no, okay. No, no, not officially, but I, hey, you I, should be. That'd be a nice little snap, hey, right? talk, man. But that's, I'm that's, gonna have to reach out. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Reach out. Yeah. But so, go ahead. Keep going. So, so like uh, social media wise, it's uh, at We Deliver Liquor, and um, we're we are now like trying to get into that like TikTok stuff. We're, we're gonna try to do some stuff and, and, and all that. But um, you know, uh, all of our social media is at We Deliver Liquor. Pretty much Twitter, you name it. That's how you can get get a hold of us and and reach us and. You know, and then my personal Instagram is uh, Sky Sunner. So I have a lot of people hit me up on my personal, but okay. it don't matter which one you hit me up on. Like I'm responding. I'm like yeah. I run that, and then uh, you might have like a two hour break while I'm chilling over here with Persistence Culture yeah, yeah. Podcast, <laughs> having a beer. You yeah, know what buddy. I'm saying? <laughs> but uh, keep going. What's the, is the deals in there, or is there Friday Saturdays? I mean, yeah, we have Stout Saturday of uh, uh, forty ounce Fridays. Forty ounce Fridays. <laughs> That's right, Hell baby. Yeah. Because the crazy part is we're like. Like right on the outskirts, we're the redheaded stepchild of Ventura. We're in the county of Ventura, so yeah. we're unincorporated. Unincorporated, me too. Yeah, yeah, you. yeah, right. So we're unincorporated, so we can still sell forty ounces. That's so, good. Yeah, you go so straight to county, man. Screw right? all that. Screw <laughs> all that city permit shit. So it's right there. So we do forty ounces still okay. at the moment. Um, uh, until the city of Ventura realizes how much of a, a hidden gym Sadikoy is. Hopefully they don't, bro. <laughs> you know what? I'm hopefully they do because then I can get some water to okay. build on my project. Okay. Okay. You know okay. what I'm saying? <laughs> All right. Well, well, we'll see. But but anyway, so we do 40-ounce Fridays. We do uh, stout Saturdays and sour Sundays. And every single day, there's a 20% discount. And if you got a better idea than what we're doing, just let us know. We'll do it. You'll <laughs> like, make it happen, too. Yeah, we'll lying. make it happen. Yeah. I, I mean, I wish I, I had something to give you, bro, but you yeah. sound like you got a dime. 
dialed in, dog. You know, and, and honestly, like half of the time, me, me and Mambo would be chopping it up. We'll, we'll post something, and people would be like, "Hey, do this!" I'm like, okay, done. We're gonna do it. All right, Dodgers gonna win. All right, we're gonna do this. You know what I mean? So yeah, he's real good about doing specials all the time, especially like uh, uh, whatever's trending. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like sometimes I'll say something on while well, I'm working on the morning. And I'll say like, "Hey man, I, I hope uh, Sky does a uh, whatever special." And next thing you know, he'll text uh, me, "Hey, twenty percent off whoever mentions they heard it on the radio." And he'll go. he'll do some off the wall stuff. Hell like yeah! That. Or maybe yeah. start fur coat Fridays for John, <laughs> right? So John John gets a little discount every Friday. I, you know I, what I mean? Fur coat Friday. <laughs> hey, y'all gotta walk. Y'all gotta come in with your fur coat or wear a fur coat. <laughs> That's it. So, so we 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 ain't gonna leave you out if you if you don't got the fur coat naturally. Yeah, you just you gotta got wear natural, one. Yeah, <laughs> go check them thrift stores. Yeah, right? you can get. Hey, but Sky, seriously, man, this is an endorsement for me. He's a good friend, but uh, go to the Happy Place, man. It's, check them out. It's called the Happy Place for a reason. If you want knowledge on 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 the craft beer, all his staff is very knowledgeable on a lot of that stuff. I mean, I I you 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 know, bro. Like I've gone in there not knowing shit about it. Oh yeah. And now it's like I I know. What do you call him, Garrett? What do you Garrett? G Money, G Money, G McGillicuddy, like I well, whatever oh, character he decides. I like what, that. You know, you know, in the, when he's uh, when Irish times, like when it's like uh, you know any festivals, St. Patrick's Day, he's G McGillicuddy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, honestly, I like like, like he his ass needs to start doing more videos because he's funny as fuck. So we do a lot of little social media videos in there. You know what I mean? And that guy, he knows his stuff. He's funny. He's great, dude. You That's know, cool. and, and, and honestly like before anything like the biggest shout out i have to give is to my my staff like Brittany, you know g mcgillicuddy g money g whatever he wants to call himself in the you know at that time it's yeah. like i am nothing with the people that make everything happen so yeah that's what it's all about and Great you know we, we got some new we got some new hires we we got dj honey in the house oh man i've okay. seen her there a couple of times yeah right I, I was excited about that, but unfortunately, I haven't worked with her much. But Brittany's worked with her, and she loves working with her. She's like, you should have a vibe. dress code, bro. Don't let her wear Crocs. I heard she wear Crocs. <laughs> she likes to wear Crocs. Crocs a lot, are popping bro. right now, man. Twenty twenty, man. The laser shoes. That's bro. what I hear. Jordans are out. Crocs are in. Hey, talk about Crocs. You remember when uh, we did a special event, Happy Place, back then called Sam Sadikoy Liquor, and we took uh, Ron Jeremy with us? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so it was a. It, it was like. A happy place it was a bloody cure it was like this little collaboration thing and ron i called ron jeremy up i'm like i'm like yo ron hey you want to come out and party with us and he was like he's like yeah can you get me a case of my like uh what was, was, it? Was rum? It whiskey rum, rum 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 he's like can you give me a case the 12 bottles of my rum if i come out i said sure bro like yeah i got, like, you. Like, I got, I got you, you man he came out partied with us hang out rocking around <laughs> with <laughs> his crocs in downtown ventura he can't do that no more <laughs> nope yeah, he's he he locked up. They yeah, won't yeah. let him. He's out. put away for a while. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, but, well, but Sky, thank you so much, man. Seriously, oh, man. We really do appreciate you being here. And you know, if you're listening right now, we probably sounded a lot better from when we started. But we're two beers in each already. <laughs> yeah. So if we're slurring two a little good bit, ones. two good ones. <laughs> but this was a good one, man. This yeah. this this was a, a a long one, but a good one. And uh, we really do appreciate you being yeah. here, man. Sky, I, I appreciate you guys, man. And and to both of you guys, this was a great collaboration. And Jason, bro, you 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 crushing it, bro. Thanks, man. I appreciate the kind words, especially for someone like you, Sky. It's been an honor to have you on, and I'm glad I got to know you a little bit better today, man. 
Hell yeah, man. Can't wait for the next one. Yeah, buddy. All right, man. Thanks Let's for checking it. it out. The Persistence Culture Podcast. Uh, available on Apple, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud. Also, make sure you guys uh, hit up Alexa, man. Just say, Alexa, play Persistence Culture. And guess who will pop up? Yes, Persistence Culture Podcast. Also, uh, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Persistence Culture. Keep moving.